Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Geraldine Hickey. I'm about to get stuck into this plebiscite on the Thinker Girls podcast. Research will show that young people are very likely to commit suicide over this. And if that happens, then what marriage is worth someone's life? The Thinker Girls, hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for (laughs) joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. (laughs) The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. How are you and you and you, Stacey June? How's everybody going? Um, We are really excited to crack into this week's guest. Uh, Gerald and Hickey will join us in a second. Before we get to um, an intro of... Ms. Hickey, how are you doing? What's going on in your mind? Uh, tell me things. I feel like we're a week away from having a week off from work and we were only discussing this in the car that we are like, I don't know if it's like time slows down before you have a little break or whatever or whether it's just like you're looking forward to it so time's slow but I feel like I'm very much looking forward to going back home and just hanging with fam, family and just... I don't know, having a bit of space, it'll be nice. Fam, or spa, you know, just be mindful of the person you're wanting space from. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here, no. <laughs> you know, like space from the same stuff that you do every day. Yeah, I get it. That's the kind sometimes, of Last night on the show I was looking, we do the kiss, um, a kiss, a show on kiss, seven till nine uh, nationally around the country weeknights and on Sunday at some point. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know they when. They there. change it all the time. Um uh, so when I refer to the show, I'm talking about that particular show and I was looking at you last night and you were talking to me and I went up to, on top of us, you know, like huh? out of body a bit. I was like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you like, weren't actually paying attention <laughs> well, to what I was, I was saying. Well, I was paying attention. Well, not and by I, the sounds but, of it. And I mean, I think I was driving the brakes, so it's not an offensive thing where you were telling a story and I was out of it. But you were responding and I found myself going, blah, 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 blah. Because you, you just... You what? zone in and you zone yes. out. Because, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like Chew the fucking fat all the time. You yeah, know? no, I feel that. Are, you, are you feeling like you're looking forward to that too? Yeah. I mean, everyone likes holidays, right? You just need... Especially when we get our lives as zapped of all of every... We tell our lives as a living. It's well, we nice need to more not stories, be telling anyone. You know? It's also like to shut up for a week. Just yeah. to shut the fuck up. Yeah, so you know? that's how I'm feeling. Also, it looks like I've done poo in my pants yeah, today. I'm wearing white pants. Um, if you want looks to like listen, it's a poo. If you, yeah, Snapchat. If you want to listen to any other shows that we've done with some really amazing women, um, please head to thethinkergirls.com.au to find those or Facebook is where or Instagram is where you can find the new episodes. We drop those usually on Wednesday. But with further ado, uh, this week's guest is um, a Melbourne-based comedian. She also does a breakfast show on Triple R and that is Geraldine Hickey. Welcome, Geraldine. Good. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, Geraldine. It's nice to have you on, on the show. It's always what a delight. Well, <laughs> usually, because we've spoken to a few a few chaps, a few ladies um, on our show, we've kind of gone the other way and then got them on the radio show and we had you on around your Melbourne Comedy Festival and That's I think right. you've been on the list ever since. So we're glad we made it happen. Yeah. 
So like I've got to yeah. chat to that girl in a bit more detail. Mm. Uh, I love being on a list. I love a list. Do you? A yeah. list of people that want to, are sorting after you or just any old to-do list? A uh, list of um, people that I like. Um, people that are good. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's, well, you're that's a on good that point, list. isn't it? It's really used to do way more of those. Remember, like, E used to do all those, like, top 10 this, top mm. 10 that. There used to be a lot of those. Oh, you could yeah. you could aim for the Who Weekly something. Yeah, because they I was going to say, now you're off the list of who to get on the podcast now that, you've been, that you're on the podcast. So oh, we're yeah. going to have to think of another list to Fuck. put you on just so you're, you're living on list. some list. Yeah. yeah. BuzzFeed list. <laughs> They make so many fucking lists, those people. They just love lists. Well, yeah, they've made a business out of it, Yeah, it's they? true. It's I'm true. still clicking. Yeah. Everyone else is still, I think everyone I else is too, still clicking. Actually. So make half a, their luck, yeah. you know. Um, if you haven't listened to the show before, we talk the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. And in this particular episode, um, our actual thoughts we're thinking but not saying, we each bring a gem to the table and we'll chew the fat. As we've explained, if you haven't listened to the show, you found us through Geraldine, hello, um, Philip the Duck will go off in, uh, you know, at a certain amount, appropriate time yeah. to wrap things up. Make it shut up. It is even, so don't feel like it's, you know, there's someone in the corner, you know, judging the storytelling. What do you, oh, they're like, the, yeah. there's a lull in the conversation, this yeah. is boring, yeah. quack. <laughs> doesn't work, doesn't quite work like that. Um, but if someone's getting deep, I'll extend it. Could you imagine if that did happen? What pressure? Mm, yeah, like so to just, tell the story. To make sure you don't that feel was... that pressure anyway? Nah. No. Oh, that's good. What a good way to live your life. Yeah, fuck it. We, I mean, we talk enough, as you may have heard. Yeah. Like, if, you, if your time's up, your time's up. You've had your turn. We've had more than our turn, I think. Yeah, trust us. Um, Sometimes we're sick of ourselves. Well, we are currently. <laughs> so we're just going to bang through this and hope for the best. Thank Christ you're here. Um, Very welcome. Um, okay, so let's do a quick contents of what's on our minds, on our... Uh, Dirty little brains this week. Yeah, Geraldine, do you want to give us a headline of what you want to have a chat about what today? What are you thinking about? I think I'm, I think we need to delve into the, the, the plebiscite. Okay. Yeah. So you've got some some thoughts on that because it's been been everywhere. People are talking thoughts. about it at the I think moment. I think it's like, like heart-wretching fear. <laughs> like it's gone mm. from thoughts mm. to terrified. Like a not even like I can't. Yeah. All right, we'll get stuck. Yeah. There's still confusion. We'll There's we'll still confusion it. around it too, which makes it hard to know exactly how to well, feel. Well, I too. think there was confusion until yesterday, and now I think that there's less confusion. It's getting more likely, which mm. is making it scarier. Mm, I okay. Mm. Um, I want to talk about having a different sex drive to your partner and how to kind of navigate that mm. without. I don't know, without hurting other people's feelings, because I guess it kind of changes, but I have been noticing a little bit of like unevenness within my relationship with my boyfriend lately. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know how to go about it. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, we'll it's have weird. To, <laughs> we'll have to have a go. But I'm not sure if I've got the answer. Anyway, f- that might be one of the ones where Philip goes off early. I don't know if I've... I, <laughs> I, um, I, I don't know if I've, I've... We've spoken about weddings in so many yeah, different shapes and sizes, but I went to a, a big wedding. I did a speech and everything. It was very extravagant. It was very lovely, and it's always extra nice when those nice weddings are actually of people that you you care about obviously yeah. you care about most people but then there's some people that the you extra go extra special yeah you know you've you've seen their relationship 
Um, but what it does, so for me, I was in that kind of bubble of the close people. Mm-hmm. But then looking around, what it does to the masses that are invited to that wedding is one big fucked up mess. Mm. People just. People go weird oh. at other people's weddings. Oh, yeah. They it get all competi- like competitive. bring out the worst of humans. Mm. So I want to delve into that. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Um, Geraldine, being our guest, do you want to kick things off? Yes, mates, let's do it. Okay. Uh, so you would have heard the, the the government yesterday announced that they had set a date and they got a question for a plebiscite, for the plebiscite for the same sex February marriage. 11th is what mm-hmm. old mate Silver Fox said, apparently. Melks. What, yeah. a, what a great lead into Valentine's Day. Mm, um, yeah. So, but basically, I find the whole notion of doing a plebiscite terrifying. Um not necessarily for me, but for the younger generation of the LGBTI community. Because um, the government's also put out $15 million for funding a yes and no campaign. Yeah, so that gets um, split down the middle or something, doesn't it? It's like 7.5 either way. And for those that don't understand what a com- campaign is, essentially all the ads and things that you see around election time, when you say it says that they do the ads and they're like spoken by someone, 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 yeah, yeah, the, you know, yeah. that's a se- and they are obviously putting money into their own campaign, and those that's what you mean by campaign. So this money will essentially be split to go to all the people that say no, which you can imagine, you know, the um the lobby, like the what are they called the um, Catholic, Australian Christian lobby. yeah, the yeah, Christian lobbyist group yeah, and yeah, all yeah. those people that's you know I, I can't even I don't know there's a word for them in my vocabulary. Um, so they would be the kinds of people that would be behind the no campaign, and then obviously the people like us would be behind the yes campaign. Yeah. Um, just to give everybody an idea. Absolutely. So the scary thing is that that means that you know young people. Um, Maybe people out in rural areas that aren't necessarily surrounded by uh, a big community of yes campaigners mm-hmm. means that they're still going to be uh, have to live through the no campaign. And as a vulnerable young person, that's already like something like five times more likely to um, suffer from you know depression and uh, suicide and things like that. That's that's just going to escalate. Like this plebiscite, I reckon, will kill people. It will. Well, it's essentially allow. It's allowing a, just a huge barrage of hate. Like essentially, it's 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 I putting seven point five million dollars of taxpayer money, people that may not even support that view, that probably don't actually, towards a campaign against hating. But I think people. I, I think a lot of people are. You know, this is where people start to rationalise their homophobia too. Like, so they start to, the underlying homophobia that's there that everyone, you know, those people that say, I'm okay with it. I just don't want it in my face. Or I'm okay with it. You know, this, this and this. All of these people Mm. underlying will start to say things like, well, yes and no, at least, you know, it's even Stevens. You get a bit of the yes and a bit of the no. But the problem is with this, this is a decision on marriage. It's not a decision on being fucking gay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the reality is that people are gay. So you know that is that that's what then this what will be sold mm. 
that is yes or no. You know, the in people's the opinions. So yeah, the yeah, no's yeah. are going. So the yeses are going to say, let's just let us get married. Then we can have equality, and that's fair. That's amazing. That's mm. what most of the country want. But the no people are going to be saying well, no to fight. being who you are mm. and who it's a very yeah. different fight. And as much as it looks like and the way Malcolm's fucking put it out there is like it's even, it's not because the no campaign isn't even. It's not going to just go for a marriage discussion. Mm. It's yeah. going for the fact that these people don't believe, A, it's natural, B, it's okay, B, it's, you know, C, all these kinds of things. That's the terrifying it's a broader, bit because it's not actually about yeah. the marriage. Geraldine. And that's the other thing. They get a voice. They don't, not only get a voice, they get a megaphone to use that voice. And, and that, money yeah, that, we, and that we pay. Geraldine, when you say you're not personal, you know when you said, you know, I find it terrifying for those young, vulnerable people, but you said maybe not so, uh, so much yourself. Is that because, I don't know, it's been such a – such Mate, a I'm such a, a process a, for you, for you over your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a Terry Tough Nut now. So, <laughs> you know. What about when you were 14? Well, that's the thing. I w- wouldn't have thought about it that much. I would have. It was tough enough as it was. Yeah. That, like I didn't come out till I was 30, mm. and because I was a young person that lived in rural Australia when and had, you know, it really struggled with who I was. Because I didn't have that sense of, oh, I, th- I could belong to that group. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I didn't have a sense of who I was because it, I, I didn't have any examples of well, it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think I, my, one of my, my best mates I met and was from a small country town um, in Victoria also. And he wasn't out. And mm-hmm. I met him and he, I don't even know if he'd really met many gay people. And I was at the time working, or I had worked at Joy, um, which is a the gay and lesbian radio station based in Melbourne. And station. Yes. Mm, um, mm. Gave me my first radio job on air, mm. um, which well, I don't know if that was even allowed. <laughs> um, but well, it wasn't um, in the end, isn't that why I got kicked off? Oh, it was lo- lots, yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> lots of different stories. Lots of different reasons there. You'll I'll have to say that for another day. Um, thanks for bringing up that I was kicked off, though. Um, yeah, but the, the point of the story is um, that I would start to drop those kinds of info, in that kind of information to him really straight up. So he was aware that this was a part of a lot of people's lives because mm-hmm. he didn't know what that even looks like. So yeah. I think to give anybody some context into just how difficult it is, it's not even so much about you know, coming out and telling your family and friends, a lot of people, you know, in those areas that aren't in a major city, which is the majority of the fucking country, because there's like three major cities, really, Mm. when you look at it, I would still call Perth and Adelaide Mm. rural, Mm. um, that essentially you don't have those examples, you know. And so he didn't know anybody, so therefore he didn't know anything about what that even meant and therefore didn't even allow himself to think things. With the yeah. with, with the plebiscite, was there, you know how there was discussion around, you know, Labor and Bill Shorten and Tanya Plibersek. Oh, mate. But, you know, yeah. you, know uh, you know, potentially not signing up or not giving their, their vote towards the plebiscite. Where yeah. is that at and could they still say no so that it doesn't go ahead yeah. at all? Yeah, do you know what? It's actually breaking news at the moment that mm. – um, 
the home, I'm looking at the um, ABC News. And oh, it's they, just popped up now. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So as soon as we started. Um, so they understand that opposition leader Bill Shorten is expected to recommend that Labor's caucus does not back the same-sex marriage plebiscite. So where you stand, and just to put it really clear in your opinion, because a lot of then, pe- then some people, we covered it a couple of weeks ago on the show and then a couple of people were saying, so what, then we have nothing and we wait until Labor get into. And the project went pretty hard. They had Penny, on Penny Wong, Wong on talking about on it, her yeah. about this oh, man, particular I issue. That and I was so angry. Yeah, it was pretty flawed, they... wasn't it? Yeah. It's felt like a bit of a gang up too. But what's your opinion on that, Geraldine? Like that stance? Because their stance was, okay, so Penny, so you're saying we're get, you're going to knock it back so then that means that the, the vote can come in when you're in power, which could be three, five, however many years. I will wait three, six, nine years if that means that people don't die. Yeah, it's just really simple. Like so that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's for me. That's how simple it is. Like if this plebiscite goes ahead, like statistics and stuff and research will show that young people are very likely to commit suicide over this. And if that happens, then what marriage is worth someone's life? And how, yeah, and how a as a community, point. do you then embrace that you have equality when that's happened on for the flip side? Because well, it's not equality. That's the real yeah. fucked up yeah. part. Is where we've all fought collectively, mm. you know, um, to try and and to kind of have this conversation and move things, and then you get to a point where it still feels like a fucking bad thing. Like, mm. how yeah. is that happening, and how are we letting that happen? That's a really dark, grim reality of where we're well, at happened, as a country. I reckon it happens. All this came about for, you know, the the Liberal government went, we've got to do something about same-sex marriage, and they all sat in a room and discussed it for hours and hours and hours, and the, the best that they could come up with was this plebiscite. So Tony went, yep, yeah, let's do a plebiscite. And then, you know, we all know that Malcolm is... He he doesn't want to do this. Yeah, but he just has to, you know, do what the rest of the team says. Then it and that's another issue too. That's what that's that's gone further than I am okay with. You know, because I think yeah. there's one thing where you can everybody can keep saying, oh, but we all know that he's progressive mm-hmm. and he's one of those good liberals and all this bullshit. Well, it doesn't matter if the, it will, if the policy it doesn't, doesn't affect that. It doesn't no. fucking matter if yeah. you've got a yeah. no fucking spine. Like yeah. you know, it, it just it doesn't actually make a difference. So therefore, it's like you don't stand up for it, then therefore you can't also dance under that banner. You don't get to dance yeah. under the fucking, you know, the rainbow flag as well as do this. That's not okay. And that's that's where I feel a little manipulated by him, mm. to be honest. I, I think yeah. the fact that he's danced under that progression mm-hmm. man and then has gone and done he's all the policies gone, of gone backwards. backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. feels worse. It feels yeah. like you've been played a bit. Um, and I think, and I think the country has been played a bit. I think, mm. in a way, he kind of sold that there was a new future with looking at different kinds of approaches, and it's but none of them have really happened. Well, this is the most conservative approach to do something yeah. like this. I think that is possible, really. Geraldine, mm. are there apart are there, from not doing it? Are there, <laughs> are there are there people around you, or people in your life, um, that that would be happy with the plebiscite if it if it did come about where marriage equality is possible like is there although although you're you're like and completely rightfully so where you go well it's bullshit it's dangerous um you know and it's a risk to to young vulnerable people's lives is there part of you that sees 
any good in it at all to go, oh, well, at least it's it's happened? Well, the the positives you could pull out of it, and, and I've had discussions with people about this, um, is that while there is uh, there's the negativity of the no campaign, there's also the yes campaign, and we don't often think about what benefits the yes campaign could do. Mm. And it's kind of, you know... For me, uh, as a young person, I've got to wrap it up. No, 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 keep um, going. <laughs> Philip can just chill his flaps for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like you can, um, you know, you do receive that um, a positive voice. Um, you know, if, I think back to when I was um, young and if I had a yes campaign and I could see um, certain things and be made aware yeah. of the LGBTI community a bit more, then that's, that's got to be a maybe there's something thing. there too. But it's probably dependent on the person too, isn't it? Like how yeah. vulnerable you are or where you're at with it or, or you know, yeah. like that, that self-acceptance, I suppose, how well, far you're along hating you are. on yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But, mm. but, yeah, you're right. Then there's a whole lot of other people that see ads or see things like this is a lot, you know, this is this, this is that, this is happening elsewhere. Yeah. Everything's yeah. going to be all right. But it's stu- but it's not ideal whatsoever no. for it to happen. And that I way. think those, regardless those, of the good. well, those wins will never yeah. outweigh yeah, the shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh Christ. Oh. oh, I could talk about it forever. No, I couldn't. <laughs> Just jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like though when conversations like this get kind of scary and and a bit heated and they approach, everything becomes really simple. Don't you reckon? Mm. Like yeah. now all of a sudden and then people can't hide away from things. That's why I was like even talking about underlying homophobia. Like everything comes pretty simple. You're mm. either for it or against it mm. and and therefore I think that's also quite terrifying. Which I think the yeah. way that you – To have that discussion so open, like so yeah. simply. The I think way people hide under stuff. The way that you put it so simply, Geraldine, I've never actually heard somebody articulate in so few words because everybody mm. – you know, even as we say on the project or, you know, people having opinions and things and they're all, you know, like seeing different shades and different colours and, and, you know, it might be good yeah. but then it's also bad. And with the bad, we can see the positive like we were dissecting before. But the way and how simply, terrifyingly simply you put it, which is it's nothing's worth even one person losing their life over it, is, mm. you know, pretty but fucking that's a, clear. You know, people are scared to, to, you know, talk about suicide and, you know, um, yeah, that's a whole other. But yeah. if you are feeling that way, please call Lifeline. Yeah, um, yeah. Which yeah. I wish I could remember the number off the top of my head. Um, oh, we've got it. We'll throw it in. In a, ugh, where is yeah. it? We've got it around here. Um, uh, but the other, the other one, other positive thing that could come out of it is if it goes ahead and it's a yes, and then that is it. Yeah. No it, more conversation. Done. No more discussion. No more. Yeah, no the more, no more opinion. Yeah, I can't talk anymore. Yeah, no. the you know, um the lifeline number thirteen eleven fourteen. And you're right, it is done. Um, but it's terrifying. The interesting thing is, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Though, is that I was going to then go in to talk about weddings and I can't. I yeah. can't. No, okay. I guess you can. Come on. Nah. Wedding. Nah, nah, nah. All right. Okay. Nah. Let's. Because you know what I'm talking about? The worst kind of people. Do you know what I mean? That so people have the option. We're fighting. This is all happening. Yeah. Regardless if you are someone that's gay that doesn't want to get married, it's not the point. Mm. Like the point is, there are all of these liberties and uh, you know, like things for straighties, and then they just fuck it up. Yeah. So I'm not really interested yeah. in talking about that. Yeah. Right no, fair now. Call. Fair so call. let's go for you, and I'm going to think of another gem. Yeah. Fair I just call. Feel like a, an ignorant fucking straight person. <laughs> I, I will refuse to be right. that on my the best of my. Ability. All right, all right. Let's uh, subject change. <laughs> Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Shame on you. <laughs> Jokes. Hit up thinkergirl.com.au. I was joking. Seriously. So, um, I don't know. It's something that I've been feeling probably the last, if I'm honest with myself, I was going to say weeks. It's probably been more months, actually. Yeah, be where, honest. Yeah, know. yeah. this is the space, right? Where I felt a bit like I'm having less sex with my boyfriend. Mm. And that's all How right. How long have you been together? Um, seven Seven years, but we've lived together for the past year and a half, two years. After being in a long distance relationship for a long time. So the sex was always like amazing because it it was kind of like only on weekends. And that added this extra... Extra passion, I suppose, because you couldn't get it all the time. So then you were thinking about it during the week, you know, talking about it, you were planning it. And because mm. when I went back, because I was living in, um, you know, regional Australia at the time, my, my boyfriend was still living at home. So when I would come home, I'd be at my parents' house or his parents' house. So then it was always like you would steal <laughs> away these moments when mum and dad went out or like when you had a weekend away or you went down to the family holiday house. That, that element was fucked because... You couldn't have sex when you wanted to have sex, I suppose, like a stereotypical typical so couple that were to living together. You make yourself. Yes, yeah. but it was – and even when you didn't really feel like it, you were like, oh, fuck it, I've got to have it. Like even if I'm not really in the mood right now, yeah. you end up being in the mood because you kind of push through that little bit because you're like, I'm not, I'm not yep. able to have it whenever I want. Yep. So I suppose yeah, yeah. for a long, a long part of our relationship, over 50% of our relationship – it, I suppose our, our sex life has been set up in a way that is um, not not the norm and not the norm for us now. So even living together, that was a that was a big adjustment where we would always say to each other like, "Oh my God, can you imagine when we imagine when we live together? We'll be we'll be fucking twice a day, <laughs> every day." You know, our friends are like, "Oh, I you know haven't had sex in like what, your fortnight," and I'm like, "What is wrong with you? Like, I'll just be grabbing him, like be in the kitchen, I'll be doing it all over the house. Like, how exciting!" Um, and then we kind of swore to each other. We're like, we'll never become these these people like, you know, that, that don't have sex that often. Oh, my God, how amazing would it be? And, of course, it's only, nor- it. it's only normal that, like, sure, like that lasts for a little bit. And we did, you know, you christen the house and that's a bit exciting. And then 
I don't know, just reality sets in and you're not really wanting to have sex all the time. No. Or when you are, maybe they're not wanting to have sex when you want to have sex. And having different schedules too has kind of, especially over the last couple of months because now Stace and I with the show, we're working nights. So by the time I get home and I'm yeah. buzzing, I'm awake, I'm ready to have sex, it's 10 o'clock at night, he's the opposite. Mm. He's winding down in the time where he wants to. I'm like, I'm going to work, see ya. And yeah. I suppose it's not as bad as Well, you- I'm going to work, see ya at lunchtime, so that's odd. What do you mean? He's ready to go at lunch every day. Well, he's more awake then oh, than he is yeah, at right. 10 p.m., which I can, un- <laughs> which I can understand. <laughs> but we, I have I made mean, the- you know, no judgment, whatever time. I'm a morning person myself, but lunch. Is I have made the like- lunch. That, to be honest, the most amount of time we'd be having sex lately is at lunchtime. Yeah, I know because you I will often come to work and say, Zane, now we're having sex before. I'm like, what, at midday? Yeah, you know, because he work- <laughs> Geraldine, he works from home. So I'm kind of like, and it's that element where I'm like, all right, well, I'm not really in the mood. Like I've only got 45 minutes to get ready for work or do what I need to do. I need to make my freaking dinner or whatever to take in my Tupperware. But I'll do it because there's this element in me that goes, well, I'm not, I'm not going to have sex if I don't have it now, even if I'm not really that keen. <laughs> he, it seems very on his timeline though. Because I mean, in the end, I feel like for a long time, you've always been apologizing a bit for your work. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because you were I was the, the one, one that was living away. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, were yeah. living away for work and now we do nights. So then it's, you know. But I think, I really do think that it comes a time where you are just who you are. There isn't a perfect time to have sex. And there is also not a perfect time to go to work or a perfect time to eat, you know, dinner mm. or a perfect time. And we've realized that more than anyone. And Gerald and you would know this too, doing breakfast. Yeah. Everything's all a bit turned and as long as you're open to it your body will adapt to whatever you need to adapt to so I just don't know you know you can't always be tr- you be the one trying to be on his timeline because the reality is you know we're in a we're, also, we're in this for a couple of years mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when I, things aren't changing can I ask a question yeah what's his problem with staying up like for a bit of a rudy tooty, like at 10 o'clock at night. What's wrong with that? Well, what, here's this. In the morning? Sometimes we do the, even, well, nowhere, like in the bedroom next door <laughs> working on his no, laptop. Really <laughs> every day. Here's the thing though, right? Like I, this is what no, I've started. <laughs> Literally. This is this is what I've started doing though because, Stace, I think you're exactly right. It doesn't always have to be on, on his time. There needs to be a compromise. So th- so that's why I've started. I thought, oh, maybe this will be – because uh, firstly, I've found it quite hard to navigate in terms of bringing it up in terms of conversation because I reckon boys in particular take that so to heart. It's like almost yeah. like attacking their manhood to be like – and there have been a few times out of frustration that I've said it like, you never want to have sex anymore. Or like, oh, are you remember – Are you in a rela- – sorry to interrupt, Chris. Are you in a relationship, Geraldine? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where I'll be, I've said it in frustration before. I'm like, I remember when we used to have sex, lol. You know, like I've said things like that knowing that oh. it will get him <laughs> because- Yeah, but that's Chris. She's like sometimes she doesn't come straight out. So the, her approach is these – me, 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 me. Yeah, like a little, me, me, like a little, like, I don't know, like insects. Like Hashtag stinging away. not ideal. Stinging yeah. away. It's not ideal. And I know I need to work on being more upfront and open about actually having a proper conversation about it. But I've been starting where I'll be like setting aside or appointment times for sex where I'll be like, tonight, are you on? Ah. He's like, yeah, we're on. And I'm like, cool. And then some, That's kind of hot. I'll be thinking about it. And then sometimes I'll get home and I'll be like remember the appointment time and he'll be like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, this is no, not even working no. now. This is like the appointment's not working. Like, what now? <laughs> How long have you been with your partner for, Geraldine? Uh, uh, two years. 
Okay. Yeah. So you're not quite at seven. How how do you no. how do you navigate that? I mean, we. I mean, only... I was in an eight, so I, I. But it didn't work. I'm not in it now, so I don't know if I can wow. give advice. But I suppose it wasn't something that ever really dropped too much. I guess. I would try and make, when I went through these patches, and just be known, they happen. Like, yeah. this, everyone's yeah. going through them. Like, and they happen in patches. So often there'll be times where you'll have a, a big spurt of lots of sex and then there'll be times where it just will feel a little bit further mm. away. But in those times, it might be, A, take off any expectations, stop saying that you need to have them the certain amount of times that you had it when you were going off. Mm. Yeah. Um, and B, maybe just do it less but do it more fun. So do yeah. something a bit different mm. and, you know, like maybe say meet me here or I don't know, like have sex in the car or some shit. Like just mix it Ooh. up. You know what I mean? Like In the car. I would be like, yeah. But that's what we used to do. So I think that's why now I'm like, oh, there's hard not to compare because – you, they were the places that we had to we'd go down to like the beach or like in a car or like <laughs> in mum and dad's car like it's uh, ha- why do you have to keep bringing your mum and dad up there was this yeah. element uh, you notice that yeah yeah what you've said them a lot of times have i mum and dad yeah mum and dad and oh it's true it's true Sorry, I mean, guys. Yeah, well, it's not it's not all, but it's fairly very. Fairly, I can't help um, it if it's part of the story, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you're right. Maybe we'll mix it up. Yeah, let us know how you go. It's very tiring. Any to tips, do that. Geraldine? It's tiring to do that though. Oh, just yeah, no pressure, no mm, pressure. It's true. You just like morning sex is good. That's always good. Yep. Uh, Big like fan. <laughs> Yeah. She's rolling her eyes. Stace is all bad. I've got his thing. I have the worst breath in the I, morning. I wear she's retainers. Very, um, she's just a bit anal with that stuff, like like a bit OCD, like doesn't let herself relax. You don't. Uh, like so we'll go. I'll have to brush her teeth, kind of get ready almost to have the morning sex. I'll brush my teeth, then I'll jump back but in. But to be honest, you're both a bit like, you know, you're both probably not going to bag each other's breath, so it, it probably works. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm just like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But also, yeah, no pressure. Just let it happen. Get involved when you can. Okay. All right. That's good advice. Yeah, don't, I'll, I'll check in with you in about a week. Don't compare to the purple patches. Don't do that yeah. to yourself. Mm. And if you're listening, don't fucking do it to yourself. Mm. Everyone thinks that everyone's having more sex than everybody else. Yeah, that's bullshit. Mm. It is bullshit. Mm. I wonder what the average is. No. Th- you've just done it again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... <laughs> the average is uh, once once a year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So All you're. Right, well, I'm winning. Guess what? You're. See, I. This, I was about to say you're winning because I knew that would make her feel better. <laughs> yeah, I think by the sounds of it, even I'm winning and I'm single. So. Simple minds, simple minds, guys. Doesn't I'm, take much. I'm nailing it and I'm single. Far <laughs> out. Yeah. We're all winning. <laughs> uh, one a year. If you can, t- yeah. See, it just takes the pressure off. If you can cop it one e- once a year, yep. half your luck. Okay. All right, that's good. Good to know. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the thinker girls on Snapchat. Um, What are you going to talk about? Have you thought of something else? Yeah, I want to talk about the question I was asked um, by a family friend a couple weeks ago um, when we were all having a few drinks. We were all getting very... Um, happy and merry. It was kind of like a wedding after party type thing, which I always love that stuff more because you, you just chill and you're with the important people. More than the actual wedding? Oh, I wouldn't say, you know, you can't say that technically, can you? 
but yes. Yeah, you well, it's still, it's, it's still technically part of the wedding. It's just not part I of the I just ceremony. think that stuff's good. And then people just really, get, like, guards are down. It's the time to have good combos. You're with, like, Uncle, you know, Uncle Bloody John, who's 80, and you're also with a cousin that's 22. Yeah. You've got, you've just, it's good conversation, yeah. that, those kinds of times, I reckon. Yeah. So I'm getting all amongst it. We're, we're trying to talk to, I actually was talking to this particular 92-year-old Irishman about the plebiscite. 92? Oh. Yeah, and oh, he amazing. was, yeah, it was an interesting conversation. Um, and it was interesting to watch all the generations have very different, you know, approaches and it was no, um, it was no bad yucky stuff, but it was, um, it was just still interesting about the headspaces, about how people come to everyone being cool. It was a very weird way that some people found their way there. Yeah. Hashtag underlying homophobia. Anyway, mm. so, um. <laughs> Yeah, um, but then I was asked by one of the dads, okay, Stacey, well, we've all talked you up. Like they talked, he was telling everybody in the family about my show and we've all talked you up. We all, you know, we all can see that you're a catch. Why are you single? Oh, that's the worst oh, question. Fuck off. That is the biggest backhanded compliment you've ever heard of because it's almost like you ask that as in. He meant it as a compliment. I know, you, you know, I, yeah, I know like, that people say, I was going to say, people say it in a yeah. way that it's like, how could you possibly? There's tick, 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 all these amazing things about you, yet there's this still over, overhanging right. so, thing. So that's, that's nice and that's the, probably the right answer, but humour me this. Do you think that there are re- there are reasons? And I know I have reasons. Like, there's obviously reasons why I've been a single as long as I have. But do you think that there also are some cases where you can be single for too long? Geraldine, thoughts? Uh, like, forever? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you, if you want to be – people put such a negative connotation on being single. Yeah, and yeah they do. Like, it's great, um, you know. Yeah, it has uh, – the majority of it has been great and I would have to say the majority of it has been better times than when I was in a relationship. Like, the things I've done with my life. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to bag that relationship out all the time but at the same time, the things I've been able to do with my life – you know, yeah. I, well, I, I didn't do that. It depends on the type of relationship. Of course, too. I'm not saying. Yeah. And this is the thing. Every then mm. relationship people get defensive because no, no, thinking, I didn't mean that about I myself. Know, I was thinking about. I know, but that's what happens. It's like, yeah, but rela- you can do those things in a relationship. It's like I'm not even saying that. I'm yeah, just saying for me, and you constantly feel like you have to justify. I was it thinking all. about the dude. Yeah. That, I was thinking about the dude that asked because I think there's probably always this element or the, always this glint in people's eye where they look back at this time in their life, which technically, as you've pointed out before, if you went through and highlighted the single parts versus the, you know, with the partner parts. Well, I the don't single look parts. at them as both. I just look at my life as one. Yeah, and it just so happens that a lot of the amazing things have happened no, when no, I was no, single. But, no, hang on, hear me out. I reckon that the people that do that then look back with through this rose-coloured glass on the, oh, when I was single and a young buck and I, you know, they look back on this part of their life where they were young and maybe having casual sex and, and look really fondly on that part of their life. And I don't know, it's almost like this reflection on where they are where they are now in, in this long term relationship yeah. where they go oh the old ball and chain mm. kind of vibe where it's almost like I don't know I think it's a big reflection and says a lot about where they're at especially if there's someone that's 92 and been married for 65 I'm years. I'm just exhausted with being the person that challenges people. I'm just tired of it Mm. and even now my status of being single which to be honest I'm ready for a relationship but I'm like fuck what am I going to do like Mm. you know even that challenges people because what you said Christy is spot on you know Mm. it does make people look into their own lives it does make everyone wants everything to be you know 
boxed in and figured out and I am not that and Mm. and I never really will be because that isn't really who I am I will always be the person with the different thought you know because that's how I'm built and thank fuck because you know I'm proud of that but sometimes even my like my status with relationship or not even that now challenges people Mm. also here's a question how many um fellas do you reckon get asked that question yeah, it's ex- fucking exactly. Like, who's going, oh, fucking Barry. And you know what? If, a fucking champion. If they are, <laughs> they're being celebrated. Exactly. Then again, yeah. though, I've known lots of pe- people in my life that go, oh, why haven't you got a girlfriend? It happens to my brother, family members. It happened a lot to my, my boyfriend's brother because he never had a girlfriend for a time till he was maybe mid-20s. Oh, right. But it was not. It was not so. It was it wasn't the question. Wasn't the question. Why are you single? Exactly. It, yeah. Actually, now it's, I say that out loud, you know I mean? it's different. It's it, like why don't you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Like, and then yeah. and you know what? The other thing is, everyone's interested in the answer to that. If you're asking a boy, it's like, so why aren't you? Why didn't you have a girlfriend? Almost opt. Almost the the tone is like upbeat, and then they yeah. go, oh well, I've you know working, having fun. They're like, oh, good on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then for for me, it's like pity eyes you'll f- and then the whole conversation was about how hard it is to find someone like you'll get there you'll this oh and to be honest i entertained it a little bit because i'd just been at a wedding for three thousand days on my <laughs> own did everything on my own and was feeling a bit vulnerable you know so i was just in that and i was like yeah i was like fuck what the fuck yeah this is <laughs> you know like what and i suppose in a way and i honestly wasn't offended by the question like people are different people have different ways that have brought them to be the people they are so yeah. i'm tough enough to have conversations with people that do not understand things about can me I ask, or about the modern world can i ask you know? for the record what what was your answer when the 92 year old i said i don't know you. the answer to that hmm. yeah who does nah. <laughs> But I Do will, you want me? yeah, and I, exactly, and he probably did want me. That's the yeah. scariest yeah, bit. But, yeah, yeah. but I think the um, <laughs> I think the I think the thing to say though is that in the back of your head, and this is also the thing going back to the plebiscite, and we will wrap this up. But I think, you know, you you say things, and everybody from the outside may think that they are innocent or things aren't meaning something. And whilst I'm as tough as fucking brick shit house, I went back that night, brought and thought to myself. You hired an escort and you came back. Yeah. And, you went, Look. <laughs> and I went, all right, mate. That would have been a good end to the story. I'd like you to wear this <laughs> yeah. and do this. <laughs> um, I wish. Uh, I wish I was that. But I did. Because I, 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 I question everything. I take in mm. everybody's thoughts, even the things that I don't agree with, because mm. that's how I get to a solid space. So, yeah. and I trust myself to be able to take on board things that I don't necessarily agree with, you know, because I think it makes, it stretches you. You don't want to be a point where you don't listen to people even if you're disagreeing with them. But those kinds of questions, just be mindful that there is somebody that could be in a vulnerable day going home and going, well, why am I? Yeah, regardless of the intent. And feeling a bit shit about themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're a person that has asked that question, I would just more so ask another one. Yeah, because, I mean, to be honest, are you ever going to get a fucking answer anyway? No. No. There isn't really – what answer are you expecting? But it's like the weather conversation when people are, oh – How's the weather? It's almost this awkward thing because, I mean, it's just like a straight go-to where somebody would go, oh, how's your boyfriend or how's your girlfriend? And look, I think Why it was – and I don't think it was that he necessarily wanted to know the answer because I think in a way 
they'd all spoken about how I'd done well with work and I'd done all this. And so then they were kind of like, my God, mm. you're such well, a, you know, what is yeah. such a catch? Like, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a negative connotation. I didn't feel that. But the question still then sits somewhere mm. with you because even with their good intentions, it's still planted somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I just think be mindful of that. Even if you've got good intentions, it can sometimes plant in a, in a funny, in a person's vulnerable spot, you know. I think and I know why you're single is. though. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> All right, wrap this up, Mercer. Because you just haven't found the fucking guy yet, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's why. Everyone's got different times. Everything's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. she. the only weird thing about her, she had a wart on her foot that fell off. <laughs> There's no, like, weird Christy, extra flap. Christy, it didn't fall off. I had to work so hard to get that burnt off, remember? Well, it's gone now. Yeah. There's no other reason apart from the fact Thank that you. she hasn't found the person. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Sometimes it feels nice of someone from someone oh. else because then you can vouch for me. I promise I'm not a freak. Next time, fucking call me and get me on speaker and I'll yeah. tell the 92-year-old old, old Irish man, <laughs> regardless of how nice he is. Yeah, it's true. Geraldine, it's been delightful. Oh, always. It what a really... bloody treasure you guys are. No, you're the you treasure. Are. Um, right, we, <laughs> yeah, fuck off, all right, everyone. All right, all right. Uh, get out of each other's assholes. Um, uh, if you are floating around Melbourne, uh, in particular, Melbourne Fringe Festival is on. You will be a commentator at the AFL Grand Final at Amazing. the Festival Club. That's going to be unreal. If I, we were in Melbourne, I'd fucking come to that. It's the perfect place to go watch the grand final if you're not into footy. Yeah. But you just, it's that one time of the year where you just go, oh, fuck yeah, I'll go watch the grand, go watch the grand final. It's, it's the best because, you know, it's the place that you're not going to be surrounded by, you know, one-eyed supporters. That's right. Oh, that's amazing. That's right. And you also can still get jolly because it's a nice day in Australia. Yeah, good You know, one. like yeah. everyone gets a bit around it. Um, you can find Geraldine on Facebook, Geraldine Hickey Comedian, on Twitter, Geraldine Hickey, or on Instagram, Geraldine Hickey. Um, thank you again for your time, lovely. My bloody pleasure. Thanks, Geraldine. If you want to download any of our other shows, uh, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find us. Um, we're hanging out there with all of our videos, bits and pieces. Um, give us a love tap on iTunes if you like this episode or any others. Um, if you didn't, that's okay. Just fuck off. <laughs> um, and thank you for your time, I yeah, should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, bye, everyone. Bye. Hey, you. Not that we're particularly pushy, but... You should absolutely listen next week. You will love our guests. Yeah. Wink, wink. They can't see you wink, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said it. Okay, I don't get it. Well, I'm saying wink, wink, because how else am I going to get across that I'm wink, winking? Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) All right, just listen in to next week, please. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 